Greetings brothers and sisters, I'm Pastor Keith, and welcome to another episode of A Pastor's Passion. Over the past several days, I've been in the cities of Madison and Milwaukee, Baraboo and Wisconsin Dells, as well as other parts of the Midwest. This is June 13th, 2015, and to start the month of June, I embarked on a 20-mile journey. I started at my home in Bloomington, Minnesota, walked 10 miles to downtown Minneapolis, then turned around and walked 10 miles back. And anyone who knows me is familiar with the fact that I walk miles at a time on a regular basis. Walking for miles at a time is one way that I connect with God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit on a much deeper level. Walking long distances takes me on a journey. And I never know who it is that God is going to use me to minister to or witness to along the way. I just know that walking long distances is part of my journey. To start the month of June, my wife of 30 years also embarked on a journey. She turned 50 years old and we celebrated her with a party where many of her friends and a lot of our family was present. The next step on her journey was a trip to Milwaukee to see her dad who she has not seen in over a decade. Last week I mentioned that the Holy Spirit has a job to do on our journey. And while I could teach on that, today's message is titled, The Devil's Job on Your Journey. Last week, I focused on the first couple of chapters in the book of Job because Job's journey is a perfect example of a man of God that has faced many trials and tribulations and if Job were not staunch and steadfast along his journey the devil would have gotten victory over his life but God had other plans even though God allowed the devil to test Job's faith through several circumstances along his journey Job did not cave in under the pressure. The devil killed many members of Job's family, but Job did not cave in under the pressure. The devil even destroyed most of Job's possessions, but Job did not cave in under the pressure. Job's body was even plagued with boils but he never caved in under the pressure. Job held fast, Job stood firm, and Job stayed faithful. My journey in the month of June has taken me from a 20 mile walk to start a month long consecration and healing to participation in hosting my wife's 50th birthday celebration. This journey 
just within the first two weeks of the month of June has taken me to the city of Milwaukee and to the city of Madison and to the city of Baraboo and to the city of Wisconsin Dells and other parts of the Midwest and it was all a part of my journey and within the first two weeks of the month of June my wife and I faced the most horrendous battle that we've ever had to face in 30 years of marriage and last week I began this message part one of this message titled the devil's job on your journey uh, in a beautiful section of the city of Minneapolis where you can see green and lakes and other incredible scenery for miles but along this journey God has taken me from city to city and from state to state to preach and teach and lead and witness and minister to the masses because it's becoming a part of my journey over this past year I have done messages in Las Vegas and Dallas and Chicago and all over the Midwest and even Boulder Dam all because it's becoming a part of my journey I know that I'm getting prepared for the next level in the ministry and I believe that the next level in that ministry is a national conference where I'll be ministering to and witnessing to people all over the country city by city and state by state last week I mentioned that you did not become you today you came on a journey to get to today but while going from city to city and state to state to minister to the masses is getting me ready and getting me prepared for the next level of my journey and the next level of ministry I also have to be mindful and be ready to recognize that there is a purpose for my journey see wherever we go or wherever God sends us there is always a purpose wherever we go or wherever God sends us there is always a purpose when we go to the grocery store we go there for a purpose or when we go to work every day we go there for a purpose and even if we just go to the laundry room with a basket of clothes we go there with a purpose at the end of our day we lay in the bed at night with sleep being the purpose so everything we do has a purpose no matter how big or how small and every journey no matter where we start or where we plan to end up has a purpose now that purpose can be our own or it can be led ordered and orchestrated by God but let me remind you that the devil has a job to do on your journey so if you start in one place and end up in another somewhere along the way the devil is going to meet you with all kinds of activities and circumstances and situations and hurdles and planks and water and fire and traps and snares along your journey 
And if you start here and God is over here, the closer you get to God, the more difficult your journey is going to be. Last week I touched briefly on the fact that the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And as Christians, we know that the devil is a liar and there is no truth in him. But see, the devil's job on your journey is to bring chaos into every area of your life. The devil's job on your journey is to disrupt every situation and every circumstance that he can as part of your journey. The devil's job on your journey is to cause you to doubt the power of God's deliverance. The devil's job on your journey is to make you have fear instead of having faith. The devil's job on your journey is to convince you to lie instead of always telling the truth. The devil's job on your journey is to keep you wandering around instead of staying on course. The devil's job on your journey is to steal your joy. The devil's job on your journey is to kill your hope. And the devil's job on your journey is to destroy your good reputation. The devil's job on your journey is to push you into fornication. And the devil's job on your journey is to persuade you to fall into temptation. The devil's job on your journey is real and it is not a joke. We have to stay prayed up and keep our spirit strengthened through fasting in order to break that yoke. See, the devil's job on your journey can have you in bondage to things that you don't even see as a problem. You can be in bondage to the love of money and don't see it as a problem. You can be in bondage to material possessions but don't see that as a problem. You can be in bondage to a bad attitude and don't see it as a problem. You can even be in bondage to jealousy without seeing it as a problem. All of this and much more is just part of the devil's job on your journey. See, you have to recognize and realize that when things are going wrong in your life and all kinds of chaos is breaking out in all kinds of situation in your life, that the devil is simply doing his job on your journey. If your journey is to be a leader in the body of Christ and you are constantly and consistently faced with this issue and that issue and this problem and that problem, and the more you mature, the messier it gets. And the more you grow, the more you grieve. Because the devil is simply doing his job on your journey. If God allowed the devil to do the things that he did to Job, how much more do you think he is going to allow the devil to do to you? God called Job perfect and upright. And if you are upright, and working to become perfect and upright and you are teaching and preaching evangelizing and witnessing 
and ministering to people to help them get saved, how much more do you think the devil is going to be allowed to test you? The devil's job on your journey is to test your faith. And in the first chapter of the book of Job, it reads, There was a man in the land of Uz, whose name was Job, and that man was perfect and upright, and one that feared God and eschewed evil. It means he shunned evil, shied away from evil, removed himself from evil. And there were born unto him, verse 2, and there were born unto him seven sons and three daughters. Job had ten kids. Verse 3 reads that his substance also was seven thousand sheep and three thousand camels and five hundred yoke of oxen and five hundred she-asses and a very great household. So that this man, Job, was the greatest of all the men in the east. Verse 4 reads, And his sons went and feasted in their houses, every one his day, and sent and called for their three sisters to eat and drink with them. And that's what we do every Sunday around the family dinner table. We all get together. So it was no different in Job's life and in his journey and in his time. They brought the family together around a dinner table to break bread. So Job had 10 kids, and he was also a very rich man. Verse 5 reads, And it was so, when the days of their feasting were gone about, that Job sent and sanctified them, and rose up early in the morning, and offered burnt offerings according to the number of them all. For Job said, It may be, maybe." not actually, may be, that my sons have sinned and cursed God in their hearts. And the end of verse 5 says, Thus Job did continually. Job sacrificed for the sins his sons may have committed. Not actually committed or did commit, may have committed. Let's read verse 6. Now there was a day when the sons of men came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came also among them. Verse 7 says, And the Lord said unto Satan, Whence comest thou? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro in the earth, and from walking up and down in it. Now you may ask the question like, I did when I first started reading and studying this chapter. How did Satan get back into heaven after he was evicted? And the answer would be the title to this message, The Devil's Job on Your Journey. Verse 8 says, And the Lord said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth? A perfect and upright man, one that feareth God and escheweth evil, 
And verse 9 says, Then Satan answered the Lord and said, Doth Job fear God for naught? Does he fear you for nothing? Verse 10 reads, Has not thou made an hedge about him? Don't you have a hedge of protection all around him? And about his house, and about all that he hath on every side. Thou hast blessed the work of his hands, and his substance is increased in the land. And verse 11 is where Satan issues his appeal to God. It says, But put forth thine hand now, and touch all that he hath, and he will curse thee to thy face. But, brothers and sisters, God is not mocked. And he knows exactly who his servants are, and he knows exactly what we are going to do before we do it. So in verse 12 his response to Satan, the Lord's response to Satan reads very simply, And the Lord said unto Satan, Behold, behold, all that he hath is in thy power. Only upon himself put not forth thine hand. Don't touch Job. You can do anything you want to him, but don't touch him. So Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord. And verse 13 reads, And there was a day when Job's sons, his sons and his daughters, were eating and drinking wine in their eldest brother's house. Verse 14 reads, And there came a messenger unto Job and said, The oxen were plowing, and the asses were feeding beside them. And verse 15 says, And the Sabaeans fell upon them and took them away. Yea, they have slain the servants with the edge of the sword, and I only am escaped alone to tell thee. And verse 16 reads, While the messenger, while he was yet speaking, there came also another messenger and said, The fire of God is fallen from heaven, and had burned up the sheep and the servants, and consumed them. And I only am escaped alone to tell thee. This is a powerful chapter. Verse 17 reads, While he was yet speaking, there came also another messenger, this is the third messenger, and said the Chaldeans made out three bands and fell upon the camels. They had one band, another band, and another band, and surrounded them, fell upon the camels, and had carried them away. Yea, and slain the servants with the edge of the sword, and I only am escaped alone to tell thee. And verse 18 reads, While he was yet speaking, there also came another, a fourth messenger, and said, Thy sons and thy daughters were eating and drinking wine in their eldest brother's house. And behold, there came a great wind from the wilderness, and smote the four corners of the house, and it fell upon the young men, and they are dead. And I only escaped alone to tell them. Job just lost his kids. His children were just killed in a tornado. And the devil was allowed to use a tornado to kill Job's sons. How many of you know that the devil can be jealous of your journey? Verse 20 says, Then Job arose and rent his mantle. He tore his clothing 
and shaved his head and fell down upon the ground and worshipped. Job worshipped, not worried. Job fell to the ground and worshipped. He did not worry. Verse 21 says, And Job said, Naked came I out of my mother's womb, and naked shall I return to them. The Lord gave, and the Lord hath taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And verse 22 says, And all this Job sinned not, nor charged God foolishly. Today's message is titled, The Devil's Job on Your Journey. Brothers and sisters, when God has allowed Satan to come into your life to steal, kill, and destroy certain situations or certain circumstances or certain possessions or even certain people, God does it for a purpose. God has a purpose and a plan for you. God has a purpose and a plan for you. While that purpose is designed to test your faith, it is also designed to help you. It's designed to heal you. It's designed to strengthen you. And it's designed to support you. God's plan and His purpose is always perfect. And His plan and purpose is designed to push and propel you to the next level of your journey. What you go through, I cannot walk for you. What I go through, you cannot take the steps for me. What anyone else goes through, you or I, we cannot walk it for them. The devil has a job to do on your journey. The Holy Spirit has a job to do on your journey, but the devil has a job to do on your journey. You have to recognize and realize that when things are going wrong in your life, and all kinds of chaos is breaking out all over your life and in certain situations and circumstances and even throughout your relationships and at work the devil is simply doing his job on your journey the devil's job on your journey is for a reason and it's only for a season see Job's troubles came to an end and at the end of Job's troubles he had a one-on-one -on -one conversation with God. And if you read through the rest of the chapters in the book, the book of Job, you will find that at the end of that conversation, God blessed Job with twice as many possessions as he had before. And he blessed Job with twice as many kids as he had before. God gave Job double for his trouble. And Job's labor and pain were not in vain. Brothers and sisters, in this life, along this journey, we're going to go through some things. Some of us must go through greater things than others, and some of us must go through much worse things than others, and some of us will, it, it will affect differently than others. But the one thing that is true, and a common denominator in it all, is that the devil is doing his job on your journey. Your journey is your journey. I can't walk it for you. My journey is my journey. You cannot walk it for me. I have been through so much stuff in, in, in all of my own life 
that I began to wonder years ago, Lord, what is this all for? And he brought me to this chapter, the book of Job, especially chapter 1 and chapter 2, that explained to me and showed me that your labor and pain will not be in vain. You will eventually make it through because the, your, the devil's job along your journey is for a reason and it's only for a season so at some point it's going to end and you will get the victory out of your situations so God had to minister to me and minister unto my heart and help me to hear what he was saying about my question to him God why am I going through all this stuff in my life and I thank God I, I thank God I truly thank God for showing us you and me and we that through Job's journey we have the victory the devil has no power over God's people brothers and sisters your journey can come along with hope as well as help but it will also include some hurt and some healing and it will be divine but there will also be some destruction and you also have to learn that there will be some times that you will fear and sometimes that you will fail. I said last week that the road on your journey may not be paved with the, or lined with the bed of roses and it may not be paved with fur and flowers. You may have some rocks and some hard places and your journey may include some thorns and thistles along the way. But Job's journey is a prime example of why we need to stay faithful and why we need to stay steadfast and why we need to stand firm against the devil and anything that he does because there is hope and there is victory in the end and you along your journey whatever you have to go through should know that there is victory in the end I'm Pastor Keith and thanks for watching another episode of A Pastor's Passion May God bless you, and may he keep you today and always, in Jesus' name, amen.